Something Good Negro Kiss from 1898. And apparently it was only recently discovered, I guess rediscovered, because so much of the film from that era is gone. No chance of ever seeing it again. And in particular, surviving films made for the African-American community. That's a difficult aspect of this because we have been, as a film history culture really, somewhat dismissive of the African-American film experience. Not universally, but we tend to go in for, well to put it bluntly, we tend to choose Griffith and Potter over just about anyone. And that aspect is always going to be problematic. This is, at least to some degree, a reference to the famous The Kiss, the 1896 Edison film. There were a lot more of these also, people don't sort of realize. What happened is a whole bunch of people found very simple ways to make movies. And with various different forms, a 29, a 30, a 40 second film can tell a story in a way. The Lumiere Brothers, one of my all time favorites, is a baby toddling towards a stare outside. And I think it was 52 seconds. It just walked towards the stairs and you're worried because that baby's going to fall off that stair. But the idea of a kiss is so simple. And if you've ever seen Edison's The Kiss, it's pretty darn simple. Two people cuddling up. What's interesting here is that this is a little more, the word isn't really provocative, but the film's a lot more joyous because as adorable as Edison's The Kiss is, here it's two people kissing, rocking back and forth, just it really looks like they're enjoying themselves. And the actors, St. Subtle and Gertie Brown, were well-known vaudeville actors. They have wonderful chemistry, there's no question. And this is significant for a number of reasons. One, early film representation of African Americans is pretty much outside of the films actually made by companies marketing to African Americans, pretty terrible. A lot of records of blackface minstrel shows. A lot of use of African Americans to portray savages and natives. Interestingly, a lot of use of African Americans to play Native Americans. But what this is, it's showing two well-dressed African American actors interacting with one another. And if you sort of understand where we were as a country in 1898, the 1890s, and particularly the late 1890s, were very much about rewriting the rules of what civilization had been up until that point. The Gilded Age and all that. But it was more than that. It was about how people interacted with their world. Because we had so many scientific innovations, so many cultural innovations, we were still in the Victorian age. But really the beginning of mass communication, the start of an interconnected America, that was changing everything. And for the better, honestly. So the idea of a screen kiss is probably only possible in the 1890s because we'd had this loosening of sort of the forms that had led up to that point, but not in the African-American community as portrayed by white filmmakers. And even to a degree, by African-American filmmakers, because let it be known, and I'm sure many of you do, from the minute the camera hit the public in any form, 
African-American filmmakers were making wonderful films. By 1898, there were already films being produced by African-Americans, typically for African-American audiences, which begs a couple of different questions as far as I'm concerned. One is, what were these films and how do we find them again? Because there's, while there's some good scholarship on it, a lot of information is still missing. But the other one I think is actually more important is how many more films like this exist? How many more films that take what was already in the zeitgeist and portray them for a black audience, for a Hispanic audience, for an Asian audience? Because films made for those audiences all existed. So how many versions of Something Good to Hispanic Kiss are there? How many versions that take this idea of a simple shared romantic moment between two people. Explore that idea by making it applicable visually to different ethnic groups. And that's an important point, I really believe, because if you look at representation in film, we have yet to come to a point where we understand how communities dealt with being a part of the biggest picture but being excluded from what you could see as the main. Something good is also the earliest known Selig Polyscope film. The Selig Company was a really big deal. Uh, founded in 1896, it went all the way through uh, 1918 and did some amazing, amazing stuff. Very influential, partly because they brushed up against all sorts of, I guess the best way to put it is, uh, copyright. They did more than once release versions of their of films that others had done. And in the early portion of of film, in the early days, it changed the way you look at how something was made. So, for example, there were many, many films made of people taking a camera, putting it on the deck of the Staten Island ferry, and going around. There were many films of cameras put in the front of trains or subway cars. And you could do that in 1896, 1897. And there was still an audience for it. So pretty much every company after the Edison Film Company had their own versions of all of these. And this is, of course, the version of The Kiss. There's another aspect that's actually really interesting to look at here. The Kiss was obviously staged, but it was presented as a naturalistic moment. In the other hand, flip it around, something good is obviously a staged piece. But the difference is, the kiss feels staged, whereas something good feels like two people actually enjoying their time together. It's a very interesting dichotomy. This is a wonderful entry to the National Film Registry. And from the citation for the registry, actually, there's a great note from Nadia Field of the University of Chicago. What makes this film so remarkable is the non-caricatured representation and naturalistic performances of the couple as they playfully and repeatedly kiss in a seemingly improvised performance. Subtle and Brown constitute a significant counter to the racist portrayal of African Americans otherwise seen in the cinema of its time. The film stands as a moving and powerful image of genuine affection and a landmark of early film history. To me, that 100% screams of a film that belongs on the National Film Registry.